Hi there, and welcome to Drive Time Thrive Time for Divorce Moms with me, Erin Breeze, on the road of life after divorce. If you are new here, welcome. I'm super happy that you found my little podcast car cast, as I like to call it, since I am indeed on a commute between Long Beach, California and Redondo Beach, and news report to share. I will be moving maybe sooner than later. We'll see how long this little um, Long Beach Redondo commute continues. <laughs> but I promise we'll keep, we'll keep finding ways to connect, even if the commute continues to shift. But what has happened is my oldest, Harper, she is, has decided to go ahead and shift schools from the middle school in Long Beach that she's been going to, um, to a different one in Redondo. So suddenly the, um, that's part of what kept us in Long Beach, uh, is where she's going to school. So with that change means I will be, I am actively looking sometime between now and the summer. I'll be relocating, um, somewhere between Redondo and my old, which is where their dad lives. Uh, my girls, Harper and Ray, their dad and stepmom live in Redondo. I'll be moving somewhere between there and the old, my old stomping ground, so to speak, in West LA, in the Mar Vista, Culver City, kind of Venice, um, Marina Del Rey area, for any of you who know, who know the area. And um, yeah, it's been a really interesting journey. We had moved to Long Beach, um, right before the first lockdown. So January 2020, we had moved. And then my poor girls had just changed schools long enough to go for maybe five weeks in person. And then we were, of course, as you all know, we were all online for a very very long while. And my little one, Ray, is already back in school. Um, started this year at the, the new elementary in Redondo. Anyway, isn't it, isn't it this road of life after divorce just full with twists and turns and detours and some of them are things that we actively choose. Other times it is something that we, that we didn't set into motion, right? And today I want to talk about, about some of, some of the ways in which we can get ourselves in sort of a never ending loop of inquiry sometimes on this road of life after divorce and a couple of my clients right now are going through this and I I wanted to share it with all of you because I think we can well I know I know we we as humans we can all those were loud loud motorcycles if you heard that um here on the 405 north we have some loud vehicles sometimes um all right but back to the topic at hand Sometimes we really get ourselves in what seemingly never-ending loops of inquiry. And I want to point out a couple questions that we want to be really conscious of and kind of protect ourselves from ourselves. (laughs) One question is, why did this happen? And the other is, what could I have done to prevent it? Okay, (laughs) Because when divorce happens when a relationship ends we want to be really really careful about leaning into that question because it can take us into territory where we're doing a whole lot of what ifs a whole lot of what ifs I what if I had done this what if I had done this maybe I could have avoided prevented you know all the things and it really works against our ability to to choose the present to accept 
where we are. And part of why this can be really problematic is it often involves us imagining or trying to explain, trying to understand the behavior, the choices, the words, the, the decision of our former partner. And we, this will be a never ending often. Like there's not ever, ever going to be one sort of one answer or even an answer. Depending on our situation, we won't ever know. We won't ever know what our former partner was thinking, um, really. We won't ever know. And we also won't ever know, you know, some other imagined outcome. If we had just said one thing differently or done that other thing or not done a thing. We can really create a lot of pain and suffering for ourselves if we stay in a place of, of inquiry when it comes to these imagined possibilities. Any of these imagined possibilities are, are fantasy, right? They're an illusion. We are creating a story on top of a story, on top of a story often. And the great news is when we notice that we're doing that, the practice is to stop doing that, right? And I get that you're, yeah, you might be thinking, well, that sounds super easy, but I can't stop myself, right? So of course, we have to find new ways to disrupt that. But the first step is to notice Am I in this type of, this territory, this imagined, illusioned territory where I'm attempting to get to the bottom of an unanswerable question? It is an unanswerable question. What if you fill in the blank, right? It is unanswerable. And all we have is the present. So if in the present we are in this this space where the relationship is where it is now and we know in our gut this just wasn't lining up it wasn't we 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 aren't together right we we exited couplehood one or both of us exited couplehood then we we really have a choice we have a choice to choose to move toward acceptance and stay really present to the what is because the what is is that we are not in couplehood right now or we can go down all of these rabbit hole, wormhole, whatever you want to call them, holes. But the point is, no matter what you call it, it is a place that can take you really deep and to a dark place. And it's unnecessary. So is it common? Yes. Is it understandable? Of course. Is it human? Absolutely. Is it helpful? No. <laughs> and unless... We are currently in present time in relationship with somebody who is seeking deeper clarity and deeper understanding so that we can repair and heal and grow together, co-creating. If that is not the terms, the conditions that we are in, then that this type of inquiry is not helpful and we don't have to do it. The beauty is we don't have to do it. So I want you to do, of course, where part of this work is to do reflection, to own what's ours to own, to take responsibility, right? We wanna have a coach, a guide, a mentor, somebody helping us to do that. We wanna be the best that we can be. We wanna learn our lessons, right? But what I notice often is that we're going way past that. We've already seen what was ours and still we're in the muck of this line of inquiry, but what if and what if, right? That's not what's here. What's here right now is that the relationship came to its end. 
And what's here right now is that it's our job to get present to our own healing. The only power that we have is in the present. And the only place where we have power is when we're focused on ourselves, on ourselves for growth, for healing, when our highest self gets to have hands on the driver's wheel, <laughs> like nine right now. I'm paying attention, by the way, to my exits, because if you have been with me on one of these afternoon commutes to pick up Ray from school, not the morning commute where I have just dropped her off, you will know that I sometimes miss my exit. <laughs> We're not going to do that today. We're going to be on super on time. But my hands are on the driver, the driver's wheel. I am in the driver's seat. And you, my friend, are too. And only you can only be powerfully in your driver's seat if you are honoring where you are right now in the present. And honoring that you are here for yourself. Like this process is for you. And if you are in the middle of this divorce separation journey, we, we want to really be cautious of our own looping, right? Our own sort of um, intensive line of inquiry. If we're sitting with questions like, well, what if? And if we're sitting with questions of, well, why are they? That's this other part of this. Like if you're in room, like in deep thought and trying to get to the bottom of why is your former partner behaving the way that they are, acting how they are, you, my friend, will never, ever come to a clear answer. You can't. It's not your knowledge to have. It's their journey. And often we, we really, we struggle and we create so much extra pain and angst trying to figure out another human. And that's not our job. Our job is to the best we can live truthfully, live in integrity with our own values, say what we mean, follow what we say, right? Like we're, that's, that's enough, enough to live our own lives. And when we tread into this water of trying to figure out what somebody else is doing and saying, why, why are they treating this way? Why are they saying, like none of that is our responsibility. Our responsibility is to be in the present, be powerfully in the present of what we're doing what we're like our own healing path right our own path of acceptance and then let them live their lives let them be responsible for whether or not they are living in integrity with their you know with their own set of beliefs and values and it's super freeing the more that you can stop yourself when you notice that you're going down into these paths of like, why did this happen? Why, what if, and why are they doing what they're doing, right? And the more you can just bring it back to the present time. And you know, if you've been listening to me, one of the most important, when you notice that you're in that, one of the most important tools you have to connect back to the present is your breath. You must you, or you want, you don't have to do any of this, obviously, but in my view, if you want to get back into the present, you must use your breath. You must breathe in presence and your intention to heal, your intention to accept, your intention to take one more step on your own path and bring your intention, your awareness back to you and to you, what's yours to control, what's yours to what you are taking responsibility of, right? And exhale any tendency to stay in that line of inquiry that just takes you in further into these imagined, illusioned places where there's just no answer. 
we will never get to the bottom of these what ifs. We'll never get to the bottom of why are they doing exactly this thing that they're doing? Why, why did this happen? Th these are not the questions. What we want to be asking is, what do I want to create from here? What can I do today to move myself further along in my path, right? What am I ready to release when it comes to taking responsibility for someone else? When it comes to being hard on myself, not being forgiving of myself, what am I ready to release? What, what am I ready to claim as mine? And we can only do all of that from this place of being in the present. And that's really where I want to invite you is to keep coming back to your present where you have your power, your awareness, your intentions get to be set when we can release and let go of the need, the desire to be kind of co-mingling with somebody else's responsibilities. And, and, you know, it's just a process because when we have been in couplehood, we were co-mingling responsibilities, right? And often merging and intertwining in ways that we can now see with more awareness. Like some of those ways were like healthy part of partnership. Often a lot of those ways actually we can see now it wasn't our most conscious self, right? There was codependency or there was some other way that we were engaging where we weren't being full, our full self, or we weren't being our truest self or our intuition, our gut always told us that we weren't, there was something in the dynamic that wasn't safe for us or wasn't healthy for us, right? So honor, honor, honor where you are and then bring your attention, your awareness back into the present time. What is it that you would like to do next? What can you do from here to advance your own responsibility for your own process of healing and to release any, anything, any line of thinking, line of inquiry that is working against that. All right. And no, you're not alone. Like it's so normal and human. We, we, we do, we reflect because, and we examine and we wonder how did we get here and we want to do a little of that to, to be able to take responsibility only for ourselves. Your job is just to take responsibility for what is yours and then to honor what is so that you can move forward. And the most loving thing I believe we can do for ourselves and to honor what we did share with our former partner or partners is to, to lovingly like to release them, right? Like to, to let them go and we move and in our own direction, right? And that's how we give space. We create space for ourselves to heal and become more and more powerful. And we also do the same for them when we move ourselves out of kind of their, their energy, their, um, and I just paused because I saw I'm making a right turn and somebody was coming up really fast behind me, right? So you're in the driver's seat. You get to make those right turns and those left turns, and you get to make sure you got off the, the off-ramp on time to pick up your little one. And I want you to know that if you're having difficulty with any of this, you're so not alone, and we would love to support you. There's a whole community of amazing women on this path of life after divorce ready to welcome you. And we have a new membership community on the Mighty Network platform, Mighty Networks, and I am so excited about all that's possible in Mighty Networks. Look us up, find us, Happy Home Life After Divorce Community. It's also in the show notes. We have a retreat coming up, a celebrate. It's called the Life After Divorce Breakthrough Retreat, and the whole point of it is to go through 
my Celebrate Your Marriage's complete process. And we do it, it's a virtual retreat, so you can do it from your cozy, comfy home. And let's just do it. Let's get you more complete. Let's get you out of the inquiry where you are in the what ifs or the imagined possibilities, the if onlys, the um, putting pressure and judgment on yourself, the desire to attempt to try to figure out what your former partner is doing and saying and why. Let's move you out of that because on the other side is so much more energy for what you want to create from here. There's so much you can do, so much you can create from here. And when you give yourself the gift of all of your attention on that, on what you want, not not on what where you've been and what you don't want, um, oh, so much momentum can happen, breakthroughs happen, shifts, freedom, joy, peace, all the things. So reach out to me if that's of interest. And then we also have the Family Hive program, which is a immersive 12 week journey where you're creating your new family culture and all kinds of things that I have run out of time to tell you about because I am pulling up in front of Ray's school. But I would love to tell you about in the best way is on a strategy session. I do complimentary strategy sessions and we can do that and talk through all of these options. Uh, it's really the best way because I can understand you'll share with me more of where you are and we'll get clear on what's in between you and where you want to go. And then if if I can help, I will be honest with you. If I cannot help, I will be honest with you and tell you, you know, why and give you my recommendations on what, what to do instead. But if we're a fit, we'll figure that out and then we'll figure out the best path forward for you. Okay. I would love to connect you. And again, just know you're not alone on this path, on this drive. All right. And until next time, sending you so much love and sunshine wherever you are. And thank you again for tuning in. Oh, I keep forgetting to say this. Please rate, review. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, rate and review and share so that others can listen in too. And um, I'll talk to you really soon. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye.